Check, 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 check. Make sure we don't sound like robots. Business on top, episode 13. Sound check. This is Shane Chernoff on the sound check. VJ Patel, give me some sound. Hey, episode 13 coming at you soon. You know how it is. Ben Siegel, talk to me. Duke beat Bellarmine University. <clears throat> Where the f*** that is. What is it called? B-E-L-L-A-R-M-I-N-E. Bellarmine Knights. <laughs> what the f***? This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. I love this company! Yeah! Wait, uh, did you look up Garnett or Durant? I looked up Kevin Durant. No, no, oh, no you're talking Garnett. about Garnett. Okay, Garnett. well, that's, that's me not paying attention. <laughs> I went to the mall for some new underwear, but had to leave. Andre the Giant's official records 156 beers. In one sitting. We got four dozen boxes of donuts. I was probably like 12 years old. I probably ate at least two of those boxes by myself. The Business on Top Podcast. <laughs> Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. Woo! You can't see my eyes unless my head is bent. You dig? This is episode lucky 13 of the Business on Top podcast. Uh, Ben and I had an interesting conversation off air. He is going to give us today his top four berries of all time. Uh, Halle Berry is number one on mine. (laughs) But uh, what's going on, guys? We're uh, fast approaching the holiday season, as uh, my one, the late great Sean Connery used to say. My one oh, gripe God. always, every December, is um, Hanukkah is forgetting. Like, forgotten. it goes from forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> English was not my strong suit in uh, high school or college, but um, honors level. Uh, Genius in sports, not though. Amaz- hey, amazing, me too, okay? Amazing Honor. sports. Oh, you were states. AP one of those No, years. I was in your class. This is the man. <laughs> Some friend over ah. got here. <laughs> this Semantics. is the man whose brain told us that the Orioles might potentially lose every game, and they went about 500. Hey. we almost made the playoffs. If they didn't, I would have looked like a genius, you know. But they didn't, so <laughs> I don't. That's true. You know, it really was like a, a win-win scenario for you. It's like no one was going to remember if you were epically wrong. Yeah, but, uh, but if I was right. If you were right, you know, we would be like the top podcast in the country. <laughs> yep. Everyone would be people listening would be, to our amazing sports People would takes. be uh, using whatever I said to gamble a lot of money. Yeah, they'd be paying us to... <laughs> Um, we would have a DraftKings sponsorship by, by now or some, one of great. those DFS That'd be great. But, uh, um, entities. Yeah, Hanukkah's always uh, looked over. It goes from Thanksgiving... And then the day after Thanksgiving, it's uh, Christmas music. And, oh, I know it's crazy. And this kind of goes back to like the Halloween thing, like you guys talked about in the Halloween episode. Is that Halloween doesn't really have a song, right? It's got like the Monster Mash song, right? Hanukkah doesn't have a song like Christmas. Right. It has Adam I, I would Sandler's. Like, I would like to amend that, by the way, because like I was listen, I was listening back to that episode the other day, and I just realized we totally forgot about Thriller, VJ. That's a problem. Oh, we did yeah, but that's not thriller. that wasn't made for Halloween. That just oh. kind of like I mean, that's a Halloween song though. It's a Halloween song, but it wasn't made for Halloween. Like all these Christmas songs are made like you don't hear them. 
<laughs> All right, I, uh, we broke everything. On I had my leg crossed, so and I tried to put Third my leg hitting under the table. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, all these Christmas songs, like, they were only, play, only played in December, but, I mean, you only got the Adam Sandler uh, Hanukkah song. Yeah. Only... Well, I mean, we got Dreidel, made out of clay. Yeah, but no one's trying. I mean, ready. My dreidel, I shall play. No one wants to hear. I mean, no one's like jamming out. I to mean, that. that's a banger. I don't know what you're talking about. That that shit slaps. We should probably play some dreidel uh, on our Hanukkah episode next. week. Have you Remix? ever played dreidel? Yeah, I have. Oh, you dude, have. I grew up in right, Boca Raton. Okay, everybody. I've been to like four or five bar mitzvahs in my life. Hold on. All right, so you hold so on. on. Everybody, move out of the way. I want to take this opportunity to open up the floor. I want you to explain to us the rules of the dreidel game. I don't know the rules. I just oh, okay. played it before. <laughs> I don't know. All right, either. that was a quick <laughs> segment. I just know uh, uh-huh. one of them, you get all of it. I think it's... See, what, even I, he I doesn't... Wanna, I don't... No, even no, no. Our, I know most oh, of it. Okay. I don't want to get into, like, you know... Details. Dreidel talk right now. Specifics. We'll save it for next week. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> dreidel next, talk. Good ne- segment. <laughs> next week, uh, the two Jews on the show are going to give you our uh, Dreidel takes, our Hanukkah it's takes. It's me and Ben. <laughs> The two Jews. <laughs> yeah, you guys didn't see that coming, did you? But we are going to uh, be cooking for you, just like we were on Thanksgiving. We are giving you a Hanukkah-style feast. Um, you are going to love what we have for, in store for you next week. But this week, it was my birthday. Thank you, guys. Happy birthday. Happy Thank you. Thank you. 20... Nine. Twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Welcome uh, to the twenty nine club. Um, I'm, I'm wait. Gr- I'm gray as hell, and I'm only getting. We're not twenty nine yet. Twenty eight. Yeah, we no, are twenty eight. He's twenty nine. He's older one. than us. Twenty nine. That's why I said twenty nine. You guys, <laughs> yeah. f- you know, <laughs> you <laughs> act like we were older than him. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, so I am the oldest, <laughs> and uh, you know, I just want to. I know you and I have talked about it, but uh, thank you for spending time with me on my birthday week. It, you know, money and gifts at this point in my life don't don't really matter. But I do, you know, appreciate the time that you guys spend with me. Cause... All right, I'll just take back my check I was going to give you. <laughs> forget it. He, did you get a check from Bezos that you were going to send to me? Okay, like well, one point five mil. Yeah, I was going to say know, nothing I, crazy. I, I, I Bitcoin guess... check. He mined a shit ton of Bitcoin last week. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, I guess I messed that up, and maybe maybe rightfully so. But thank you guys for spending time with me because. Look, you know, money, possessions, you can't take it with you, but, um, you know, it's the time that you that you really remember when you probably are going to be looking back on your life. It's the time, it's the memories that you're going to really appreciate. Absolutely. Although 2020 is probably going to be a blur to us in about five years, it's just going to be COVID. And oh, our, man. And, and the start of our podcast. Um, That's right, you know. And we'll never forget it, honestly. Yeah. Sometimes, look, 2020 is going to be the year of sometimes good things fall apart so better things can come together. Yeah. Yep. You know, in, uh, in times of uncertainty, we put together the Business on Top podcast. And can you imagine? We are going to be probably in the middle, not the middle, but maybe in the beginning of 2021. We're going to be 20 episodes into this crazy-ass project. Hell yeah. How about that? Mm-hmm. One of the things I want to talk to you about, Vijay Patel, is uh, you took a day off and and you're feeling fresh and we'd workshop the the idea of you leaving the show today because uh, you know you're you're fresh right now you're good to go yeah I mean if you guys can tell I'm, I don't have my laptop on me ballsy yeah it's a ballsy move but uh, I don't know I just I woke up today knowing I didn't have work I took a day off which I don't usually do um, 
uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I'm not one to take days off. I feel like I, I'm always trying I think to work. We're all kind of workaholics. We're like, workaholics. We, we work hard for our company, and at the same time, it's hard to balance that fine line between self care and being the best employee that you could be. Absolutely, but I think one of the essential points that I'm going to bring up is you always need a break. Um, I think taking a day off is more than just taking a day off. I think it's good for your health, your mental health, your physical health, uh, for, for anything, honestly, because like today I woke up, uh, it felt like turning a computer off, doing like a full reset, a hard, like a a hard, hard reset, a hard reset reboot of your computer, just like getting rid of any kind of like stress or any thoughts tabs or that are open, tab, any programs that all are that stuff out of the way you you feel fresh you feel new i got out of the house uh got out of the apartment just worked out just had We've had, had a day to myself air. you had some fresh air too and you know it was it's not oppressively hot in south florida like it has been the past oh, couple oh weeks. it's been great it's been a really mm-hmm. nice absolutely week of weather yeah yeah so but like it's it's been an issue in this country i think just because uh, people like to say you guys all heard work hard, play hard, and a lot of people believe like and we do been, it. Believe me, the yeah. three of us sitting at this table, we, we freaking do it. We work hard all the time, and you have to take that mental reset or that day off because mental health is something that can affect you long term. From and you may not notice it when you start working, either as an intern or when you first start working. You want to like kind of prove yourself in the company, but even if you're on the on the route to success, you or have to take that day there, off. Even if yeah, you're an executive. even if you're there or whatever it is, um, you have to take that day off, because it or days off because it will get you to that next level in ways that you might not even know. Because people get burnt out all the time. People get hospitalized because they mm-hmm. work too hard, get too stressed, and then they end up having these health issues physically mentally whatever it is because they take their work home with them and and they don't know why why it happened right in the moment because they're so used to like in their head all they're doing is like i want to get to the next level i want to be successful i want to make all this money but nobody ever takes a step back well you know there are people who understand it but a lot of people don't sometimes but sometimes it takes it takes somebody getting in too deep to actually figure it out absolutely and it's I think it's like where we're at, like age-wise, and where we're at in our companies is that, you know, we're still pretty young and we're not where we want to be. So I think we're all in the mindset, you know, to get where we want to be. You have to work hard, or you have to go the extra mile and put in that extra hour, or you know, however you want to phrase it. And um, we look at it as that'll help us in the long run, moving up. But in the short term, I mean, it could create stress and anxiety that. You know, and it's kind of crazy to think about that, like stress and anxiety is something that's all in your head, but it can like trigger a lot of things. It can permeate into your personal life. Yeah, it it, deals with your it can sink into your friendships. It can trickle into your relationship. Absolutely. And I I mean, I I know I can say I'm sure you guys can say too. like stress and anxiety is is a real thing. And and there's real side effects of being stressed out and being anxious and um i just think that's where we're at uh age wise and in our in our companies i think we're at the point where you know we all have goals and we want to move up and um working hard and working longer right now is 
how we see that's attainable. But like you said, I mean, sometimes it's important to take a step back and Absolutely. take the day off, you know, and kind of reset and, um, you know, let let that stress and anxiety go. I agree. It's tough. And it's like a, it's a difficult proposition because, look, right now we're people in our late 20s. So we're at a crossroads in our life. There are there are some people in our life who are married and already have kids. There's some people who are married and there's some people who are married not to another person, but to their career. Right. Um, and everyone's kind of making that decision of, you know, what path along the, I mean, I think of it as like a Candyland board, right? There's more than, I think in Candyland, there was more than one way to go to get to where you need to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's more than one way that you need, that you can go to uh, get to the path that you need to be. Um, you know, for me, I, a lot of the time, especially recently, I've prioritized work. Uh, I come in early. I try to be the last one to leave. But yeah, at the same time, it's super important that you stay refreshed because it's very easy to get um, exhausted. You know, your eyes can get sore if you're not sleeping right. It, it, the same th- it happens with you physically, too. Uh, you can only do so much to keep yourself in good shape. But if you're not sleeping right, if you're not eating right, the whole package isn't going to come together. Mm-hmm. So right. mental health, just as important as physical health, just as important as sleep, just as important as having a good work ethic to get you to the point where you need to be. Well, yeah, I mean, mental health is arguably way more important than physical health because without self-care that, is a thing, your, folks. Yeah, mm-hmm. the self-care is absolutely. And luckily, I'm in a I work for a corporation that really like um, strives on getting you help with mental wellness or working on your your physical and uh, mental uh, health as well. And it's something that they work on on a weekly basis. And it's anywhere from doing, you know, an hour of just meditation or yoga or even just working out and just getting rid of all these, like, stresses in your life or whatever it is. Um, but I'll tell you what, though. effect in your life. I'll tell you what, though. Aside from being the beneficiary of a day off, you are also the beneficiary of a weekly confidence boost by kicking both of our butts in Mario Kart. Uh, you're the yeah. defending champion. You've retained I, your title. I'm not thrilled about it, but uh, uh, congratulations to you. You're able to pull it off again this week. Thank you're, you. You're on a heater right now. I got. I got to admit, I'm not. Uh, I'm not okay with it. But uh, facts are facts. <laughs> Sometimes you got to know when to admit defeat. I'm not gonna jinx myself. I'm just gonna keep it rolling and see how far I can take this. I'm alright with it. Hey, I mean, Ben's it, getting better, by the way. Ben. It doesn't matter. Ben actually for me. won. Yeah, Ben. Before we started, you actually did win a race. I won you one out of first. four. Races. You, took, you took the checkered flag. I did. I did. It felt great. And then I lost the next two oh, <laughs> and finished then, third. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, I call it, a t- I call it uh, sole possession a second because uh, the two of us were in a tie. First loser, first. whatever you want to call it. Didn't win. Um, I mean, everybody lived to Live to race another week, I guess. Yeah, right. So, so we'll bring it into that. Look, I'll tell you who you did better then. You did better than Nate Robinson oh. because oh. Nate Robinson just got Jesus. completely laid out. I should out. lay this guy over to imitate. Well, oh, let's see. This is Nate Robinson right here. In case, oh. in case you videos. don't, in case you don't know, if you're listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, Ben has pulled uh, the Tito's bottle out of the Mets right-handed generic hitter. What do we call this um, guy? I don't know. I mean, Gennaro. is it David? You want to call him David? Because David Wright was a righty. Well, we'll call David him Nate wrong. for this segment. Nate yeah. Fighting, 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 fighting. So we'll go on Nate. Oh, oh man. Oh. Down 
Down goes Robinson. We talk about that more, as well as people you want to bring with you to an alley fight. Coming up next, Business on Top and Ben's Top 4 Berries. The Business on Top podcast. During the break, Ben VJ and I had a conversation about how I'm getting really terrible with names and how I may not be the best person to uh, lead, lead this show anymore. Yeah. I am ill-equipped to do this because I have... It started a little bit where I was forgetting some fantasy football names. I called DeAndre Swift, K-Andre Swift. I called TJ Hawkinson, Luke Hawkinson. And uh, I did something else today that was that was pretty terrible. I don't know if you guys want to talk about that one. Yeah, I think you call, called uh, Cardi B, Carly B. I called her Carly B. I don't... Uh, like she, a typical old white man would... I have I have no idea what I'm talking about anymore and even when I try to remember an actor's name or even like an analyst name on CNBC I forget it and it really is uh, embarrassing so um, I don't know if it's the lack of sleep I don't know if it's I'm spreading myself too thin hey but take a day off I, I, I might need to I think uh, I'll probably take a few uh, days as we head into the holiday season. Absolutely. But uh, if you do want, if your loved one is a foodie, and if you do want to get a gift for your loved one, we wanted to let you know that this episode of the Business on Top podcast, as well as every episode of the Business on Top podcast, is brought to you by Mimas Chimi. Mimas Chimi is an all-natural uh, artisan chimichurri sauce, and I wanted to let you know that it's locally made right here in Palm Beach County in Boca Raton, Florida. Did you guys know that? Because that's that's something important that you need to know. There's yeah. a couple of things that you need to know when you go out on the road. You need to know how to change a tire. You use your directional. You, yeah, how to use your <laughs> signal. But you also need to know that the Mimish Chimi is locally made right here in Boca Raton, Florida. And it can be used on almost anything. Steak, chicken, fish, impossible meat. You know, I like it on my impossible tacos. That video is coming on our YouTube channel, as well as our Spotify and iTunes. That's where you can follow us. And don't forget, while I'm in here doing the Mimish Chimi live read, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, and re-review. That's how you get us to the top of the list on iTunes. That's how we become bigger than all the other podcasts out there, because I'll let you know. Business on top is where it's at. But you know where else it's at? Mimas Chimi. And you know where you can get Mimas Chimi? You want to find out where that's at? It is available in Doris Italian Market in Boca Raton, Bravo Supermarket in Pembroke Pines, and in El Bodegon in Lake Worth, and Alvini Stone Crab Market Grill, where they have a special item. Tell us more about that, BJ Patel. Yes, they have a Mimas Hoagie with beef steak tips and Mm. our famous... Chimmy on top of it, so don't forget to. I think I have plans to go there tomorrow. That's I, uh, th- that's it's not sense, but I'm ninety five percent sure that that's what we're doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm down. If I could eat that every day, I'm thinking honest. of Mima's Hanukkah collab. Oh, I'm, I'm I, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's not Chimmy if it's not Mima's. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that blasted mine. <laughs> I think it'd blow that your meme, mind. Uh, like that, I'm just imagining that meme. You know, like what is it? <laughs> what is it? I guess the, what is I, it? No, I, I guess the first one I thought of was like the Zach Galifianakis, where he's like, yeah, where he's got like, all the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
God. That's <laughs> that was amazing. You know what's crazy about that movie? That movie's eleven years old. You never oh, would have thought, but that goodness. movie that movie's eleven years old. I remember going to see it. In classic. The it's and the first be a classic. one was better than all the other two. The first one was the first all, one was better was two all, and three. I'll be honest with you. The first one was a pretty legendary movie. Yep. Like I think everybody knew right away that that was going to be a classic movie. And is I it considered a classic? Now? I think it yeah. is at this point. I I think wow because everybody did the party in Vegas kind of movie, but they cha- they changed it up where they're basically trying to piece everything uh, back together. And that uh, you know I'll be honest. There's not that much originality in Hollywood anymore. And that was probably, I would say, the last super original thing that they've done. I mean, there have been some sequels and things here or there. But uh, in terms of movies that when you watch it back, it's like, God, that that hadn't been done before. And that hadn't been done well before. They should have just that stopped at the first one, honestly. The second and the third one. I mean, they were all right. They, they were the, good. They had their parts. It was no, the same I, like plot. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the idea. I yeah, guess. but like, they should have just the first one. You could was argue. Great. You could argue that a lot of movies are like that. You know, think think about the Godfather. The Godfather's great. Godfather Two is great. Should have stopped the two. They made three. You want to know why? Because money. studios want money. You could argue that's, the other way though, where uh, later ones in the line of the series was better than the original. Like what? Nah. Harry Potter. Rocky, yeah, Rocky. Harry Potter. There's Rocky. only a couple though. Rocky two was better than Rocky the four is Rocky. the best one. Mm, I think in terms of cinematic value, like the newest you one, you make the argument. No, four maybe. is when he fights that's Drago, Chicago, the in, Russian. That's in Russia. That one that's was pretty one. good. Yeah. The new, the new one's good with Michael B. Jordan, but that's not re- that's not really like a Rocky. They need, no, like it's not an like an original. Rocky, yeah. yeah. They need to make. A movie of uh, Nate Robinson and uh, oh. not Aaron Paul, Jake Logan Paul. Paul. No, damn it! I did it again. Seriously, this kid's got, just take over. We need a freaking just talk him, about it. I'm about to throw some almonds in his mouth right now <laughs> for him to remember all this shit. But. It'd be the shortest movie ever. It'd yeah, be, yeah it literally it'd be the, the previews. Wait, what was the timing like? How was it the first round or was it? Mm. No, it was uh. I mean, he went down like a ton of bricks. It was. It was early on. It was. But a he long knocked fight. him like Jake Paul knocked. Nate Robinson yeah. a, a bunch of times before he actually oh, did went he? out. Here's, yeah, I, I think he got my a thing. few good punches in. Is it surprising that somebody who was a career basketball player did not have a lot of boxing skills, um, that he was defeated by somebody that had pretty much been training around the clock? No, it's not surprising. For months, it was all done for clicks now. and money. I mean, it's not like they were fighting for who was going to win and lose. It was all about building were. the hype. I thought Nate Robinson wanted to win. I mean, yeah, he went into the fight trying to win, but like, they got paid. You know, they got paid nice just for doing the fight. It's not like it's not like um, but nobody Jake wants Paul their butt kicked. On no, I know, TV. but it's not like Jake Paul got paid more money because he won the fight. Like you know, yeah. those guys probably got X amount. You know, and I'm like I said, Nate like went in there to millions. win. They both went in there to win, the but fight they game got paid. Is weird though, like even if you think about it, like. At the top of that card, and I just spit again. I don't know. We got a slow mo that one too. We're gonna gonna need one of those in a row. Those plexiglass screens. New York. Separate and then like episode fifty. It's just we won't Windex it. It's just gonna be like uh, it's gonna be blurry or like (laughs) it won't be clear. Oh man. Yeah. No. I think by the end of it, Tony Romo, help us out. It's gonna look like a foggy windshield in Chicago in November, back when you were working with the Bears. Defrost, put a little heater under it. Yeah. 
So the idea that I was trying to make before I just like blew sh- spit out of my mouth was that Tyson got paid significantly more for that car than Roy Jones Jr. did. As he should. Uh, I mean, he was he was the headline. I mean, people were watching that fight for Mike Tyson. And I'm sure they yeah. agreed before the fight that... Well, they have was, to. They yeah, have to. I mean, that's that why... Tyson's like, I'm not going to... Whoever, whoever Mayweather is going to fight in his next fight, the fight game is such that Mayweather gets paid more because he is the one that... He's the headline. Right. A lot of the viewers. Yeah. Because they want to watch him get his ass kicked. In the case of Tyson, that's a little bit different. It's the opposite. They want to watch what Tyson can still do because they know how terrorizing he was. In the 1980s and the early to mid 1990s. Even now, yeah, oh no, a lot of people love. He's terrifying, honestly. Especially some of those punch combos earlier this year. The guy, he did a very great job of shredding this year, and I think he got the. Despite the the judges calling for a tie, I think that fight had to go to Tyson. I agree. I completely agree. I just, I don't yeah. know. I, I never understood the judging on boxing. It's I, it, I don't even it can know be it. corrupt and it's you know what it's like though I think the best way to compare it Ben you might agree with this it's like umpires umpires are odd umpires are biased you never know well you know what you're gonna get with certain umpires but you do know that some umpires are better than others mm-hmm. and depending on honestly in my, you know just even in my practice of law certain judges are different than others and you don't quite know what you're going to get until you have the judges assigned to you. Uh, the judges here decided to call it a tie. I don't know if that's to promote a second fight. If oh, there is yeah, a second sure fight, would you guys tune back in? Especially because uh, Snoop Dogg did a pretty good job of doing the commentary there, huh? I did not. Honestly, I'm going to be honest. Either. I didn't watch the fight. Yeah. But I okay, very good. <laughs> I wa- yeah. No, but I, I probably would. But just because of what Ben was saying is like, if it's all for, for money and clicks or whatever it is, like, I, I'm not... There's no incentive for me to watch if that's... Yeah, you're going to see the highlight. The highlights are going to get posted yeah. after the fight. You're going to see the the knockout or, you know, the... What is it? Three rounds in boxing? Five rounds? Well, they can, they can go with 12 rounds. Okay. Well, 12 rounds would be the maximum. Either way, whatever the ending is, I mean, we're going to see the highlights on social media. I agree. I mean, Three I rounds of Wii boxing. <laughs> Wii boxing was fun. Are you yeah. challenging us? Oh, uh, We can. All right, All right yeah, instead it. of Mario Kart next week, we are doing Wii Boxing. That is official. You know what else is official? Ben, before we get into another idea that you had, please give me your top four berries. So am I choosing based on the fruit or, like, flavor? How stuff? is this a follow-up question every time I ask you something? How is there always a follow-up question? All right, question we're going fruit. Just go fruit. Four. Fruit, not flavored stuff. Top Just four raw berries. Fruit. Four berries. Okay. Strawberries. One. Is that number one or number four? Are you going backwards or forward? Let me take that back. All right, number one, raspberries. Okay. Top. Wow. Gotcha. Amazing. <laughs> Antioxidants. Two, blueberries. Okay. I love. I love Three, a nice, strawberries. I love a nice couple of bloobs. Three. <laughs> Three strawberries. Four blackberries. Okay. Wow. Not that's bad. A, that's incredible. You had an an idea on top of that piggybacking off of the idea of the Tyson um, and Nate Robinson fight. This is something that you had been talking with us oh, for yeah, a while, while off air <laughs> months in the and, making. And we, we decided we needed to bring this conversation on air. Um, why don't you take us through? So I, I always thought, I don't know why it popped in my head. I think it was really around the Tyson, like coming back and, and the fight, the two fights, but 
you know, who would you guys choose if you could choose any athlete excluding UFC, boxing, wrestling? If you could choose three, right, three athletes to bring into a street fight, not a ring, like just a no rule street fight with you, who would you choose to go to bat with? All right, we're going to go one by one. One by one. I want you to do – we can go one by one, meaning – you pick your number three. I pick my number three. You pick your oh, number we're going three, with and then threes. We'll, we'll rotate. Does it matter like what level you put them in or whatever? No, I mean I think number one would be the guy that I would need the most. Okay. Words, yeah, yeah. Oh, so three is like the last person. Like, yeah, like yeah. you're bringing him because he's good, but if he gets, I guess okay, killed right, yeah. in the fight. Yeah. Okay, like all right, still right, so got my other. So this was this was your idea. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but give right. me Ben Siegel's number three guy. He wants in a dark alley oh. with him if he starts a fight. So number three, I I picked uh, Kenyon Martin. Kmart, basketball. Wow. Um, he was Attention known to Kmart be our customers. He <laughs> he was known to be a brawler in the NBA, and uh, he was just one of those guys. He was like an enforcer. Uh, you didn't want to mess with him. I mean, look, prop. that guy, that guy was a power forward. You know, he wasn't afraid to throw some bows in there. No. Uh, you know, you, you would see some of these scuffles in the late nineties, some of that rough and tumble basketball. He was all about, he it. was about, I it. agree. With he you. would fit in with the nineties. He was about that life. Yeah. He did not shy away from contact or a fight. Uh, he got teed up a lot in his day. So I'm taking Kenyon Martin with, uh, number okay. three on my team. All right. I don't know what this you know, I, I kind of work this one around the eye test. You take a look at some of the athletes around the league, whether it's uh, football players, basketball players, hockey players, baseball players. Uh, and this guy, I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, all I know is he's an intimidating-looking fella. Eric Thames, from, uh, <laughs> from formerly of the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers. Who's he playing for yep. these days? Let's find out. But Was he man, on the Blue Jays yeah, last? Yeah, Flash, if you can, once you uh, put this episode up on our YouTube channel, if you can flash Eric Thames up on the screen there. That's well, don't, don't look him up. Like, just We'll put him up on the screen. Yeah, but just talk put him about up on him. the screen. But the former, you don't have to look him up. The former NC, <laughs> NC Dinos legend tatted from top to bottom. I mean, this guy's got pipes the size of my damn head. I feel like if he caught a right hook and it landed flush, I mean, you're getting you're getting concussed. Yeah. You don't uh, you don't know what your name is. You don't know uh, where your home address is. If that guy lands with a right hand, forget about it. You're right. Eric Thames is my number three guy who I want in an alley with me. Uh, to fight. John. Gruden. All right, John Gruden. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna did say. I, did I All right, John, calm down. <laughs> Spider two white banana. <laughs> get ready for your game next week, okay? I Damn. did limited fake John Gruden. Right. I didn't even do that on purpose. Man, you guys are in depth, but uh, my third pick for my guy in an alleyway fight is Vladimir Guerrero. The See, OG. Wow. The OG. You know he's coming after you bare hands. Why? You know because he's not wearing gloves. That was one of the reasons. Because like anybody you know who doesn't wear batting gloves or you know anything like that uh, in baseball, they're you know they're tough as hell. Yeah, you got like Jorge SOB Posada, right Jorge Posada, um, Kevin Euclid. I think didn't wear gloves. Yeah. But you Moises know like. Luke. You don't have to like us. You can just assume that, like in a fist fight or anything like that, they'll be they'll be very scrappy. Yeah. And Vlad is a pretty big guy too. I yeah, think. He was, yeah. 
I think and, anybody that has the power to take a ball that's essentially in the dirt and hit it, however, 380 four, feet, 400, 400 feet, feet to left, uh, you know that if even if he get if he swings like that, think about what his punches would feel like. Safe to assume I'd be or kicks, safe in a fight. Or kicks, you know, he might be a Jean-Claude Van Damme kind of guy. He might have yeah. some pretty strong legs. And his son's not too far behind, yeah. too. He's pretty big, too. Yeah, but <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Um so with my uh second, I guess, uh choice, I'm going with uh Marshawn Lynch as my second Ooh. choice. Let's go. Um, Beast mode. If guy I'm that not, grew up in the rough and tumble neighborhood of Oakland, in, I like where your Oakland, head's at. Oakland. Oakland. Yeah. I knew he grew up grew up in Cali. I w I wasn't sure if it was Compton or Oakland, but um yeah, you could just I mean you know he's he's been through it. He's seen it. Um, even on the football field, I mean that dude. I mean it took what like twelve uh, the whole Saints defense to bring him down. Like that oh, yeah. guy's not going down without a fight. Um, he's gonna he, he's not he's not leaving that fight unless he gets knocked yeah. out. Low yeah. center of gravity can take on multiple guys yeah. at one time. Yeah. I think that's a good call. Yeah, so I'm, I'm rolling pick. with with Marshawn. My second pick. All right, my second pick is uh, I'm going off the board. This is somebody that you may not have heard of. Uh, but if you look him up, Ben, I know you have your laptop. Do you have your phone on you? It's I would say recording us right now. That's a good point. Okay. But if I'm going with uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers uh, Is that a group player. or is that one guy? That is a football player. <laughs> it's a team. Yeah. Uh, Adama Traore, born in 1996, if you look at this guy. What's his name? He is the complete pack. He looks like a wrestler. Adama Traore. Oh my! God. Right, I'll flash it on the screen. A-M-A-T-R-A-O. I don't know. T R A. Do you know this guy? Yeah, I, okay. I saw him because he played against Chelsea recently, oh and I was like, God. "What the hell is that thing that just wandered onto the field?" He looked like the Incredible Hulk. I mean, this guy grew up. Let's see, from from Spain, five foot ten, but he's built built like a brick s house. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I I have. My group of just stocky guys that can just pummel you and probably punch through a brick wall. Adama Traore, born in 1996, only 24 years old. Still uh, growing into his figure, but that guy, you don't want to see him in a dark alley. I'll tell you that much. I just grew him again. I don't know how I did that. You're, yeah, you're go- I guess you're fighting... You're analysts, fighting- your commentator's John Gruden. I clearly. channel Gruden. A- yeah. <laughs> All right. Number two. My my number two. My number two is Heat Great Udonis Haslam. Oh, that's a good one. A scrappy. You know, I hadn't thought about that, but that's a scrappy. Udonis Haslam. Born and raised. You know, he's seen it too, just like Marshawn. You guys can probably agree with me. Like, I think everyone in the NBA agrees. Like, nobody messes with Udonis Haslam. Udonis is an, an, an intimidating figure. Yeah. Uh, also a UF alum, if I'm not mistaken. Well, that's, for you guys. I mean, I took that out of the equation. Ah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 definitely. But, I mean, I, like I said, everyone, I don't think I've ever heard anybody in the NBA say, like, you can mess with Udonis Haslam yeah. because nobody wants to touch him. Like, when somebody's in their face, in his face, nobody's going to I think be he's equally respected to... as he is feared because Absolutely. it's somebody that was always prepared. He's a leader. He's a prof- He's a professional, but at the same time, he's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Proud Florida Gator too. 
Yeah, that's what he. That's what Ben was saying. Was like, just, <laughs> oh, was I not listening? Yo, yo we do this on the oh show all the time, God. so <laughs> we'll just continue. I might as well on. just like edit out my audio to me not saying anything, and then you say that. Oh well, <laughs> well that's, that's my that's number two pick. At least we have some new all stuff right. for the intro, and uh, at, at some point we're gonna have to do a segment that's exclusively on moments of the show where no one was yeah. listening. All yeah. right, well, let's go number one picks for all of us. All let's right, number ben. one, Ben. Who is your absolute must-have if you lost your first two guys? This who guy taking with you into this alley. This guy, you want to talk about a brick house? This guy is borderline like a Greek god. Um, yeah. Not only do we share the same first name, which Ooh. may have influenced my choice. Oh, I don't. I think I know where you're going. But with this. this dude, oh man. Big Ben Wallace. Oh, I you remember I Ben Wallace so. in the yeah Pistons. I remember. Oh my God, that dude was six eight playing center, and he was out rebounding, out muscling, out blocking anyone. Technically, he was who seven came... four if you include the afro. <laughs> anyone? Yeah, I was who's... gonna say the fro who stepped into that paint. That dude was jacked. That dude was intimidating. That dude. I'm going into a fight with him, and I think I have a good shot at him beating the four of you guys because I'm probably not going to be fighting much. Uh, he's going to be doing most of it. but I, I imagine like Ben sitting on Ben Wallace's shoulder like a parrot, like, uh, like Jafar's parrot in Aladdin, trying to... <laughs> He's gonna, sure he's gonna be, be doing, sitting on his fro because yeah, it was so thick. And he's gonna be like doing, a magic carpet? He's going to be doing most of the knocking of uh, out in the fight, but... I'm rolling with him as my number one choice. All right. My, my, Good pick. My favorite Ben Wallace memory, and I vaguely remember this because I had the uh, the NBA 2K where he was on the cover, which is weird. Like, you wouldn't think that he would be a cover yeah. athlete. Usually people are better at scoring. But uh, for some, for eight points a game, Ben Wallace, he had his uh, an ESPN the Magazine article where he would go over his uh, weightlifting routine. And I think his light day was something like bicep curls, like eighty pound dumbbells. Oh, I believe it. It was ridiculous. That guy, James Harrison. That style. guy's guns were like a bazooka. I mean, it was crazy. Was bazooka. Massive. It was insane. <laughs> All right, who's your who's your number one pick? My Shane number one, Shane Chernoff. My number one pick. I'm looking at an article from the Washington Post. I'm not sure where where you guys are going with this, but if I say the word Temecula. Do you guys know who I'm thinking of? This guy's coming up with like Russian, yeah. like no spies. I'm reading an article a... by, from the Washington Post by reporter Marissa Payne. It is dated October 7, 2015. Matt Barnes reportedly drove 95 miles to beat up Derek Fisher for dating his estranged <laughs> wife. Matt Barnes, my nice. number one guy. Uh, uh, New York Nick, who was signed with the team briefly in 2005, but ended up being a great utility player for the next 10 years for a lot of different NBA teams who did a little bit of everything. This was, the, I think, the beginning of the end of the New York Knicks for being good talent evaluators. Somebody that they had that fell right into their lap in the preseason, didn't appreciate his talent, let him move on. But that's not why we're here to talk about Matt Barnes. We're here to talk about Matt Barnes is because he's freaking terrifying. And if he wants to fight someone, he's going to fight someone. Yeah. You know, you you don't end the fight. Matt Barnes ends the fight. He knows how to close things out, and that's why Matt Barnes is the one guy that I need if uh, I'm in a dark alley and I need a little bit of backup. Wait, is that the guy who tried to intimidate Kobe? That was, yes. He was he was the fake uh, thrower inner. But remember, there's alternate angles. How dare of, you try to intimidate? There's some alternate the angles Mamba. of that. Um, 
inbound okay. that will show you that he <laughs> I know I saw that. I saw that. standing right in front of him. No, Just no, so I saw you know. That. But he will travel 95 miles for you if he's really motivated, as you can see. Remember, I'm going to read this one more time. Matt Barnes reportedly drove 95 miles to beat up Derek Fisher for dating his estranged wife. VJ Patel, you're number one. So my number one is the general. David Robinson of the San the Antonio Admiral. Spurs. The, Admi- the Admiral. <laughs> oh, is it the gen- I thought it was the general. The general is the car insurance company. The general is also so a, a, friend, a friend of the show. <laughs> For oh, the great, admiral, uh, the admiral. For a great right, low rating, you can get online, go to the general, and save well, some time. Je- <laughs> that was an ad for the show, was But yes, David I Robinson. I wanted it right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, guys, San Antonio Spur, great. Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, choice. he spent some. Yep. Seven feet. I mean, tall, that guy was intimidating. Hey, that's another one of those Ben Wallace guys. Like yeah. in the paint, like you don't want to mess with that guy. It's true. You know, I, I think I'm outsized. I think you guys have me beat in height. You guys got a bunch of like, I mean, bigger basketball players, and I've got basically he's six five Matt Barnes and just really muscular and stocky <laughs> uh, Eric Thames and and uh, Adama Traore. Wait, let's let's we'll review this uh, the three of us and see who would actually win. Yeah, you know what? Let, the, let's go the, to break. We're we're gonna confer. We're gonna talk about this. We're gonna come back with you with some more business on top. Come next. The Business on Top Podcast. We have conferred, and our decision is to let you, the audience, decide who you believe's team would win in a street fight. Is it Ben's team, headed by Ben Wallace? Is it my team, headed by Matt Barnes? Is it VJ's team, headed by... David Robinson. The Admiral David Robinson. We are going to put it on the poll at our Instagram handle at Business on Top Pod, uh, where you can follow us on all sorts of fun stuff and nonsense that we do, and uh, we got our Taco Bell order coming. Uh, as always, I'm very excited for it. But in the meantime, Ben, because VJ did not bring his laptop, you've been handed the important responsibility of bringing us the uh, Urban Dictionary definition of the day. Yes, uh, hopefully I pick a good enough word to make VJ proud, but I think I found a good, it's not a word, it's, I guess, a phrase, all right, so. Remember, do you, well, you know the rules of the game, right? You have to give us the word, and then we have to try to guess, guess, guess. It. One guess. Yes, one right. guess. Then you tell Everyone us who's in a sentence. Yes, and, yep. All right, so the phrase is about to get Western. What do you think that phrase about, about references? About to get western, western or westerned? Western. No okay, past about, tense. About to get western. Uh, things are about to get western. That's a good question. There's a couple of different things. One, one, part of me is thinking of the wild, wild west, and part of me is thinking about what Oregon just did, where there's basically no rules and you can just do any <laughs> kind of drug that you want. Uh, I'm going to go with the conservative guess, and I'm going to say Wild Wild West. About to get Western means things are about to get freaking wild. Not bad. Uh, I was going to say I'm about to get shot because it's like a, a standoff. That's like a true, you know, battle, battle of the OK Corral. Just you guys are favorite cowboy movie? Quickest you guys, Reflex. You guys ever watch a John Wayne movie like Wire to Good, Wire? Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Yeah. No, but uh, both of you were um, <laughs> close. Close. I mean, I think it kind of... Kind of gave it away, about to get Western, but the definition according to Urban Dictionary, often used in a way to say, oh, shit's about to go down, but for mainly country people, 
You will often say it when or if cattle gets loose. So you would use the term about to get Western to explain shit's getting crazy. Or you could also use it if you're at a NASCAR race and a car flips, you would say it's about to get Western. (laughs) Well, here's here's how it's used in the sense. If a car sense. flips, wouldn't have already gotten Western. Here, I don't well, think ac- people are doing this right. According to Caddy Wampus Human, who created the word on Urban Dictionary, okay, this is Shout his out sense. Caddy Wampus Human. They have an Instagram handle. I would love to. I don't know, but we can DM them and figure it out. In a sentence, <laughs> Bubba just got kicked at the gate. And now the cattle are shits about to get Western. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba. God damn it, Bubba, Bubba. and Cletus up to it, up to it again. I was gonna Bubba say go. how. How is there always a Bubba and a Cletus yeah. in, uh, in the Deep South? What a, That's good. What a bizarre... I approve, weird, I approve. What a bizarre weird, uh, world that we live in. I think, yeah, honestly, that's funny. Um, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I do, Taco. This, I do this thing where I say that it's funny instead of actually laughing. Yeah. 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 I don't know what you're you trying to get at. You guys actually laughed harder at me pointing it out than how I was laughing. Because we don't know what your thoughts are. Are you actually making us feel it good? Or I think that's what, funny. We don't have another funny thought that I've had. You and I were talking about this before the break. Have you ever had a bad slice of cake? Like, can you remember a slice of cake that you had and you're like, I probably shouldn't have eaten that. It wasn't very good. No. I think maybe it would have had to have been something that had coconut in it, correct? No. Because if it's like a... No, man, like Ben likes everything. Okay. Cake. Yeah. Dream dream cake, what do you get put in it? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll filibuster. Because so I, I, mine, I've done it for years. I told my parents, if you're going to get me a cake... It's got to be the yellow cake from Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Uh, yellow cake with vanilla icing and the strawberry filling. That is so good, and there is no combination, in my opinion, that can that can even come close. What about my favorite is <clears throat> even the pie cake in which Publix, I still. Have, by the way, I still have two slices. I believe Publix makes this, uh, and my all-time favorite cake is. The vanilla cake, but with Oreo ice cream in the middle. They have Oreo ice cream filling. Yeah. Oh, Wait, so an thing. Ice cream cake? I didn't know that was a thing. It, I, I, it's a thing. That's you all I know. You ever go to? You ever go to uh, Carvel? You get a little fudgy the whale cake. No. I think we should try to eat a. I think like ice should, cream cake's my all-time favorite too. I think each of us should too, try to so. eat a fudgy the whale while we do the show. I'm done. All right. I mean, I'm never gonna yeah. d- d- deny a cake. So. February, that's coming. January, I'm going to try to eat a little cleaner. February, the VJ's birthday episode. Everyone tries to eat their own fudgy the whale cake. Let's go. All right. That is our time. We hope you enjoyed being with us on the Business on Top podcast. Remember, subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. Catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. This episode and every episode brought to you by Mima's Chimi. We will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Cue the music.